0: Hello and welcome back to the TTP, Tatani Talks Parsha, the sheer where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. We have made it to my favorite Parsha of the entire year because I am biased, it is my Birthday parsha, and it is my bar mitzvah parsha this year. It's actually a combination. My English birthday falls at exactly this Shabbos with my bar mitzvah parsha on January 7th. They come together, so very exciting for me, <laughs> at least especially. I happen to think this is the best parsha of the entire Torah, but I am very biased, obviously. So excited for that to come up this week for the birthday. And when we look at parsha's vayachi, we don't have to look at just the first word, although we could learn from Yaakov what it really means to live. Vaichi Yaakov lived in the land. He finally, finally got the tranquility that he so desperately craved. He so desperately wanted for so much of his life, the last 17 years of his life, when Yaakov finally shows up to Mitzrayim at 130, Those last 17 years until he's 147, he gets the spiritual bliss as much as you could get being outside of Israel, obviously, being in Gullus, being in exile. But he had the bliss of being able to be by his son, his beloved son. (laughs) Excuse me, I have a cold, a virus this week and a cough. So he got the bliss, the spiritual bliss that he wanted to be by his son for the last 17 years, but of course they were in Gaulis, they were in Mitzrayim, they weren't in the best location, they weren't in the best place, and the question is how to really live, how to truly thrive in a Golis, outside of Israel, in the lands, and Yaakov teaches us that even though we must live outside of the the built-up Yerushalayim with the base of Megdash and Hashem coming fully back to us with the Shekhinah down in this land, The way to really live, Vayechi, and he lived, he thrived, is really by making sure you have your priorities straight. He sends Yehuda ahead of time, like we talked about last week, to set up the base medrash, to set up the base (coughs) kinesis. (coughs) Excuse me, to set up the base medrash. To set up the base kinesis, to set up the idea that the most important aspect... The most important, crucial aspect of life is to have the Torah set up. So when we're in Gullus, we need to make sure when we're living in a community, we're living in a town, we have the base medrash, we have the base knessus, we have the community thriving and set up for us as we talked about last week, and to make sure we have our priorities in our own days, making sure that we're learning every day with doing Dafyomi or Pekei or reading daily emails, whatever you could do, or Shayim whatever you can do for your days, doesn't have to be hundreds of hours, but it has to be something, setting permanence to your days. Hashem is going to ask us after 120 years, did we learn, did we have set time every day to learn for ourselves in our lives? We need to make sure that we do. That's truly a way to live, to have mitzvahs, chesed, and Torah to be your priority. Is there actual chesed that goes on in your house? Our library in the basement, we revamped it. We remodeled it. We brought down the rugs and we put some crate chairs and I organized it. I cleaned the whole basement. Not a huge basement. We have a room down there, but I made it that it's much more welcoming because this is a big project of mine and my wife where we have a whole bookshelf of books, kids and, and grown-ups in our town in Long Island where we let people come and take books for weeks on end for their Shabbos and Yom Tov or weekday reading pleasure. I myself love, love books. It's a huge thing of mine for Shabbos and Yom Tov especially to read. And that's uh chesed we're happy to do in our house. Oftentimes I'll cook many, 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 many times throughout the years. We're living here six years in our house in Long Island. We've cooked for f- countless families, whether they had a child Baruch Hashem or, God forbid, Lo Alain, or they had a loss or something else they're dealing with in their life. I'm ha- I'm happy to make food for them. We call it Tani's Takeout, my kitchen, because I learned how to cook a long time ago. We talked about it on the Tani Talks Radio this past week. Cook like a man. On the job training, I learned I never grew up being allowed or involved in the kitchen at all. So it was on the job training. One day my wife came home and she was spent and her students were horrific and I took over. And since then, 10 years ago, been able to be a much, much better cook since then. So we call it Tani's Takeout, the kitchen our, from our house. We even have signs that... Uh, that talk about that, you know, established when we got married 2013. It's going to be 10 years, God willing, in a couple of months. But when it comes to that, we have to make sure our houses are also full of chesed. To have a real life, a real life, full of life, we have to have Torah, mitzvahs, and chesed as the basis, the fundamental aspect to our days and to our lives. And of course, in this Parsha, we see all the brachos, Hashem talks, through Yaakov to Yosef and his children the fundamental fundamental brachah yishmech eloke elokim kefrim chinashah why are those the two that are chosen yiracham vishmarach yacham banav elchavig rachay isa sham pesham dahtsem chasham is what we say the last part obviously after yishmech elumke frim after that the other ones of course come from a different part of the of the torah the blessing that the that the Kohanim give to the Jewish people throughout the year. But why, like Ephraim and Menashe, there are different explanations given because Menashe and Ephraim were the children who learned how to live a life of Gullus. They were the first family really living in Gullus, the kids. And... Us two in Gals, we have to learn how to live properly. And also, they were the first brothers that actually got along. The, the joke goes, but a real commentary talks about. Ephraim and and Menasha were actually brothers that got along well, and they were they were involved in Yosef's house, so shechting and interpreting when the brothers came down. They were the real paradigms of who we should l- look up to. And that's really great people for our children to look up to. For my sons, when we say the bracha, Baruch Hashem, weekly, we on Friday nights, my wife and I, when they bless them, that's a paradigm of a of a son to look up to, Menashe and Ephraim, living in exile but being Shevet Achim Gamiacha with their brother. That's a great thing for a kid to look to. Of course, for my daughters, my two daughters, we we look to to Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah, especially for them to be paradigms of matriarchs of the foundations of the Jewish people as well. We see the other brachos and we see how it's a partial, full, full of brachos, and there's so much going on. Each kid is brought, blessed, ruving. The Bechor Shimon and Levi, so strong, they're going to be scattered throughout the nations. I'm not going to go through each one, but just pointing out Yehuda, he is the strong one, the royal the one. He's going to be the one that leads the Jewish people throughout history, the royal line. Talk about Yisachar's will and having the partnership. One is a ship trader. The, un- the other one's going to be in the tents. The leaders of Sanhedrin came from Yisachar. Yisachar's will and had this beautiful relationship. It's called the Yisachar's will and relationship in general. When one person works and one person learns and one is is, you know, supporting each other. And we talk about how Don has the, the strongness, the swiftness of, of like a shimshon, they're very strong person, and Naftali is like a deer, he runs, especially when Yaakov is blocked by Esav, and he runs back to get the deed to Matraim, and then Hushim, Don's son, kills him anyway, and, and his head ends up rolling in there. And we see Yosef has the has the looks, but also has the brains to lead. And Binyamin is like a wolf. I didn't read all of them, but these brachos, these wonderful brachos, teach us that it's a bracha in life. Each one of us has our own talents. We all believe, we all belong to a different shape. And obviously the Shabbatim have been lost to time. People say most people around might be from Benjamin, might be from Yehuda. There's the lost tribe of Menashe. We don't know really where we come. Of course, Levi and Kohanim, we're able to trace back, hopefully. But in general, the the bracha of having a trait, having some innate ability, you know, if you have strength, maybe you do come from Yehudi. you have swiftness, maybe you do come from Naftali, everyone has a talent. Everyone has an ability, everyone has a capability of what to do in their own life and to take it to the fore and to use it. Utilizing your talents, utilizing your abilities and utilizing your your essence in this life to do what you can to make a difference in the world. We see this parshas, this parshas is... is Chock full of brachos, the Hamalach bracha that many of us say every single night to our children. Hamalach Haguelosi Mikol Ra Ayivare Chesanei Mikkarei Vehem Shemim Yishem Avosai Abraham Yishek Vigulare Vekarevaretz. Literally, at the end of the second aleiha. Hashem has the words written from Yaakov to Yosef. The, the, the Hashem who sent his angels to literally save me from every trouble should save you and protect you and should grow you to Arm and Yaakov and to really bring us. It's such a beautiful bracha that should be said every night. You know, people sing it to their kids at nighttime. Usually we say Shema and via Haftah. Then we usually say Hamalach and then Mashem Hashem. And then I usually say good night to each kid. I t- I might send it say it at like warp speed, but that's the plan. You know, bleineder, what we do when we think about these things, we should think about how Hashem brings us brachos, and we should use our brachos, use our blessings, use our capabilities, using our talents and what we can in this life. When we look at this parsha, the parsha full of brachos, my favorite parsha, even the Haftorah, where David is giving instructions to Shlom, he tells him how to lead the nation, got to use your wisdom, and don't let people get away with things like shimming ben Gera and uh, Yoav, ben Surya, don't let them get away with things and make sure to lead with the right way. When we see how we go about, we got to utilize the blessings, utilize our blessings, whatever brachos we can give to our children and people give to us, we should use them to make the utmost of our life, to make a difference in our life and a difference in the world every single day within so many of our ways. This has been the TTP, Tani Talks Parsha, where we look at the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.